With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So about last night, not hurricane related, a lot of controversy surrounding the Miami Dolphins and their handling of this Tua head injury. Of course, Tua was suspected by the general public and local doctors that stay at the Holiday Inn to have suffered a concussion last Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. The team called it a back injury. He went out last night. Played against the Bengals. Rough scene. He gets dragged to the ground, smacks his head on the turf again, and uh, and then he got carted off the field. It was pretty tough of the limited action that I got to see because I was watching a buffering circle for three hours. Uh, I did see that when it happened, and scary scene. When he hit the ground, I thought he broke his hand the way that his hand was oh, contorted. Cramped I'd never up. seen that before. So scary. What were you thinking when you saw this? Man, well, I didn't know right away that it had to do with his head, and it could be a nerve problem, and I think that's why it did happen. I slightly might have thought that might have been why, but just seeing him down, he got dragged down hard. I thought immediately of what happened in Buffalo, and I knew there was about to be a fiasco that ensued, but even first thought was, man, I hope two is okay. Seeing the guy get stretchered off, I really didn't even want to watch the rest of the game. It was a weird feeling. Creepy feeling. Big fan of Tua. We've been huge supporters on the Tua bandwagon and this exciting Dolphin team. But quick turnaround after an emotional game against the Bills and the Heat where Tua dealt with that. You're in Cincinnati. It was just weird feeling. Like I thought with the McDaniel system and Teddy inserted, they might still be able to do some things. But I'm thinking about Tua, and it was great to hear that he did have movements in his extremities. Uh, I forget how long after it happened that we got that update, but... Yeah, because we didn't get that. I was waiting for the, the classic thumbs up on his way to the locker room or his way through the tunnel, and they were going to take him into the ambulance and all of that, and we didn't get it. No. Uh, so it, that was that was a scary situation. You know, I, I same thing for me. I mean, I between the buffering circle I was dealing with and then and then seeing that, it was like, man, and in the hurricane itself, I mean, kind of kind of takes you out of it, you know? Really does. And so this is a game I was really looking forward to, but given the circumstances and everything that happened, yeah, it, it zaps you. And you could see it on the faces of guys like Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell, and his teammates were shook. It was Seriously. honestly, when you look at the way the game, the, the way the game played out, sort of a miracle they were able to stay in it. And it does make you think that even though it was a, a quote, schedule loss is what you and I have been calling it, um, that the Dolphins probably win this game if Tua doesn't get hurt. They would have had an opportunity to. It wasn't until, like, that final kind of bomb the chase where that set them up for one more put-away touchdown. I believe I, I remember that correctly. 27-15 was the final, I think. that That's what it was. Yeah. But, but I mean, yeah, they were... In the game, I think it was 17-15 and then 20-15, and still if they could have just put in a drive together to put a touchdown on the board. And Teddy did all right, and I don't know. I, I, but if Tua was healthy, they would have had an opportunity. So we can play the blame game all we want with the Miami Dolphins, and it's probably fair. You know, Whatever you say about them and, and throwing Tua back out there and they shouldn't have done that or skirting some form of concussion protocols, I, I understand that criticism. It's going to exist until all these investigations are wrapped up, and it probably persists even after that. My bigger concern as a Dolphins fan and a believer and supporter of Tua 
is that these two injuries are not connected. I'm more worried about that and thinking that what happened a week ago against the Bills and what happened last night have nothing to do with each other. It looks like there's a correlation, but in my mind, if there's not, we've got a bigger issue here because now you've got a you've got Tua who since getting into the NFL last year he had uh, a hand issue kept him out several weeks. Last week he gets dropped in a pretty routine push down sack situation. Yeah, he's a little guy. He's taking a lot of even in college he was banged up all the time. Oh my god! I mean, you could look look Hip at his injuries. injury history. There is an article on this that you have to scroll quite a bit to get through it. That I was looking at before the show. He's gutty, but you worry about a guy who plays through all those injuries and has no fear. And they're routine. You go back to the hip, the the tackle that took him out with his hip injury, the tackle last week against the Buffalo Bills where he gets pushed to the ground, this one where he gets sacked. None of these are really all that unique. It's not like he's getting sacked or tackled in some sort of freak way. I mean, These he are got, routine tackles. He did get ragdolled last night, and he's small. You know? But that's he's why he got ragdolled, small. is because yeah. he's small. And he hits the ground with such force because he's getting tackled by somebody who's 315 pounds. But a lot of quarterbacks get tackled like that, and they don't end up like this. So I'm starting to become concerned that it's not that we were all concerned that, well, Tua might not be great because he can't throw the ball deep down the field. I think now what we're learning is that if he's not great, it's going to be this that takes him out, not not being able to hit Tyreek Hill 40 yards no, down the field. Honestly, that's always been my biggest concern when he was at Alabama. It's like the guy can play, but he just cannot stay healthy. And what's going to happen at the NFL level where you take a lot of hits? Uh, but the, I've never seen a game where I did watch the Amazon postgame somehow where the entire postgame show was about Tua and how that was handled as opposed to what just went down in the Bengals winning. And yeah. rightfully so, it almost feels tacky to talk X's and O's when somebody's life was nearly on the line. Uh, I mean, I know everybody's taking hard shots at the Dolphins, and the optics obviously look terrible, but you know, we just listened to Mike McDaniel talk, and I don't think that they would have put him out there if he didn't clear protocol. Like, what do you want them to do? If the doctors say he's good to go... You're not going to like spite yourself and not play him because of Twitter's opinion, but if something really was up and the doctors missed it, that's the scary part. Exactly. And and I think that we can all be cynical in our own way, but there there should be at least some sliver of you when you think about this story where it is possible that they just missed it. I know that he wobbled and it looked bad. But if they didn't see a concussion, they're not going to treat him as if he has a concussion just because he wobbled. I mean, it looks to us like like that's the way that it should have been handled. But if doctors look at it and go, there's no neurological right. issue here, then you're not going to put someone you're not going to put someone through a, a, a knee regimen recovery when they don't have a knee injury. Yeah. Just like you're not going to put someone through a head trauma recovery when they don't have a head injury. It is weird how he wobbled looked like a like a punch drunk boxer, but like. It was a back and ankle injury, and it was really hot out that day, so maybe those injuries combined with the heat and dehydration had something to do with that. Yeah. Maybe he was lightheaded. It's hard to speculate, but it really just awful timing that after something like that, an emotional win like the Bills, you got a game a few days later on Thursday nights. I did retweet Raheem Palmer, a contributor to the show, friend of the show, For sure. about Thursday night football, and it's like if you really care about the healthier players – the games, like Raheem remarked, the games are rarely good, and you're forcing these teams to get it to get. They don't get a full week of practice. 
it's really just for views and the fans. And like, yeah. I like having something to watch on Thursday nights. But honestly, I wouldn't have a problem if it went away. And it, for the players' sake, I want to see the best football played, and I'm here for football Sundays. So I don't, I don't think that's going away anytime soon because there's too much money to be made and Amazon's involved. But ah, it's a little tacky, and, it, yeah. and it's bad timing for two. Well, I, I, there's a lot more to say on this, so let's keep some of this in our back pocket, and let's just keep it rolling. We'll yeah. keep the two a conversation going. We've got Mike McDaniel audio to get to, and I want to comment on what you said about Thursday Night Football as well. All of that coming up next. Earl is 8 of 15, barely over 50%. Goes deep down the left sideline, and it's caught. That's T. Higgins to the end zone. T. Higgins, seven catches, 124 yards, a 59-yard scamper to the end zone. He is our in-the-zone player of the night and got me off to a pretty great start in fantasy land. Always a weird conflict of emotions when it happens against your team and in primetime. You're just watching it happen, and, and... I watched him go into the end zone. I'm like, I think I'm not happy about that, but also let me it, check my score real quick. If it's going to be somebody, it might as well be him. That's, that's the how way, you look at that's that. That's definitely the way to I think was, about it. I was, I'm was, i going against Mallory in the Superflex League, and she has T, T. Higgins. That's I had right. Mixon, so I was sort of able to cancel some things out with Mixon, but I also had Waddle, who didn't do a whole lot, so I'm Mallory worried. got the edge after last night. I kind of need you to lay down for this one. <laughs> Because she's about a, she's about a loss away from giving up on the league. She oh, started zero no. and three. She she was so excited to draft Tom Brady. She's never had Tom Brady in fantasy before, and this is the year where right. he's just laying egg after egg. So she's projected yeah. to win, and this is after I called a four point L to uh, Mike Tuck. Yeah, so I'm yeah. two and one. Yeah, yeah strong good. team. Oh, you, you got to put this music back up Wait, before you hit the button. Yeah, we got we R.I.P. R.I.P. to Coolio. Coolio, Did huge part of that. our show. Did not see that coming. We were talking about Coolio the other day. Literally the day, either the day of he passed away or the day before. Eerie, really eerie stuff. We is, we we play a Coolio song every day as our four things rejoin every single day on this show. Somebody just happened for the very first time, by the way. Yeah. Someone texted in and asked about why we chose that song. We explained it. We talked about Coolio. Some of his great tracks. Well, and this I, being one of them. I dropped Gangsta's Paradise second segment when we came back from break with our In the Zone Player of the Night. It's a great song, and it was actually Demarcus Lawrence who happened to be the Player of the Night. He had yeah. three sacks on my Giants, and it just felt like a gangster track to play after somebody got three sacks. And we didn't end up playing one, two, three, four that day because we had an early ending show yep. and we aired a magic interview. But that's what led us to discussing Coolio. So just insane timing, but. Fun guy. I did tweet. I did have a tweet about my remembrance of of Coolio. What and is I, that? I did see him perform at a porn star convention that <laughs> I was invited. I, I can't turn down the invite. It's sort of a bucket list move. Not something I'd really go out of my way to do. But uh, Coolio was in high spirits performing I'm at sure a he was. convention for porn stars. <laughs> I spoke to Katie Morgan for a good ten minutes. But there's my Coolio story. Yeah, I don't want to know what you did after that. We're going to move right on. I think I just went to like an Applebee's or something like that. (laughs) Natural move. I may have gotten a porn star's number, but I don't think it really worked out. I I should mention our FM signal is down, although if you're listening to us right now, it's not there. I was driving around earlier. I noticed that it was just all static. So the FM signal's down. I think that the power to that tower is down. So you can still listen via AM 740. You can stream us on the iHeartRadio app. 
And if you have an HD radio, that's 101.1-2 on HD radio. The hoity-toity HD radio, that's as the right. Bulldog would say. Yeah, I've never listened on HD radio. <laughs> I don't have one, but I hear that we come in next level clear. We come Christ. in really clear on the on the stream, but apparently it's even better on wow. HD radio. You can hear every thought that we that we muster <laughs> there. So you were mentioning, mentioning in the last segment we were talking about this Tua story, him smacking his head on the... On the grass last night in Cincinnati, scary scene, and his fingers contorted. I'd never seen that. Apparently, it's called fencing, by the way. Ooh. That's the neurological reaction oh. uh, that causes that. Just bizarre. I really thought, because remember, in my situation, I'm watching this. I've got a very sketchy stream going on at the house with my power situation, so I don't have the crystal clear vision. This is like... Very much looks like standard definition. Grainy. This looks like a 1997 game on my iPad. Yeah. So I see him laying there, and I see his fingers all over the place. I'm like, is my screen that messed up, or did he break all of his fingers? Oh. And then they showed it again after the commercial, and then they explained it. And I did appreciate that. I know a lot of people were giving Amazon grief for showing the replay, but it's something that's of interest. It happened right there. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, yeah, it was tough to see, and it's not like social media stopped showing it. You saw it 20 million more times on social media if you're scrolling through Twitter. Yeah, weird injury. I mean, not something you see all the time. And, yeah, yeah, anytime somebody gets stretchered off, and I don't remember if they cut the face mask or not, but that's it's always rough to see. And just to think about a neurological injury going from your head to your hand, you know it's not good when you're – your hands are tensing up because of something that happened to your neck and your head. So you were mentioning in the last segment that you agree with Raheem Palmer, who shared on Twitter his thoughts about Thursday Night Football. I actually listened to the podcast where he and his broadcast partners over at The Ringer were talking about that in their gambling preview show this week. So they had that. I heard that exact discussion, all the points that were made. And, and the, you know, it sounds valid. Some sloppy football that we see on yeah. Thursday nights and guys more prone to injury. I don't know that I can get down with let's get away from Thursday night football. One, it's not going to happen, so I wouldn't waste my breath on it. And two, I wouldn't want to see it go away. I like there being a Thursday night football game. I mean, as selfishly as a fan, it's great to have a Thursday night football game. I mean, last night, obviously, overreaction. Hurricane, we're just getting over with, and then you see Tua, something bad happened to him. So just the idea of watching football felt a little nauseating, uh, even though I, of course, finished the game. I don't know. I just only have them after two teams have a bye. It probably gets too complicated like that. But I've always thought that just not enough time to get ready for another football game. It's tough tough enough for some of the stars of the league to stay healthy Sunday to Sunday, nonetheless having to gear up at four days later. But, yeah, I don't think it's going away anytime soon after Fox made it very popular and Amazon just got real involved. So. Yeah. Big money to be made. Yeah, billions involved in that, so it's not going away. I do think that coaches should be extra, extra cautious when it comes to injuries. It would have been the right move. Whether it was a back injury, head injury, whatever the injury was, Tua wasn't quite right after that game against the Buffalo Bills. To just leave him out of that game on Thursday night when there's a question mark, you started 3-0, and they didn't need that game, they still lost anyway, right. and now they've lost their quarterback for who knows how long. I mean, if this is a real neurological issue that doctors are concerned about, there's a chance that, and I'm not reporting this, I'm just speaking as a fan, I wouldn't be surprised if they come out and say, Tua can't play for the rest of the year. 
Oh, I wouldn't be surprised at all. And and Mike McDaniel even talked about, you know, reporters are asking him about a timetable, and he's basically saying it's even tacky to think about that. At this juncture, I'm thinking about him as the human. Yeah. The quarterback thing can be way secondary. And obviously, as, as fans, it's like, well, are, do, do we have our starting quarterback or not? But that's basically where it's at right now, where maybe we'll re-examine several weeks from now. But as of now, it's just an indefinite situation. All right, let's go to some of this Mike McDaniel audio that we have. Uh, he talks about Tua's current state, how he is right now. He was honest about the fact that he had he had a headache, um, but he was his personality was was definitely normal Tua. Um, and then talking to him this morning. Um, I think he's still uh, feeling some of those headaches, and he's uh, 12. Um, I think he's probably just finishing his MRI right now, um, and so we'll we'll find the results in that. Um, that was uh, that's just an extra kind of precaution on top of, of the CT scans and the X-rays um, that were taken last night. So to be clear, this is Mike McDaniel audio from just about an hour ago. So this is the newest stuff that we have uh, from Mike McDaniel talking about this Tua situation. He also mentions what Tazi was talking about, a, a timetable potentially for Tua's injury. The most honest and forthright I could be is I literally have no timetable or even thought to it. That's where I, I would feel irresponsible is even thinking about it. I'm just I just... I want him to get all the evaluation possible. I want him to um, do all the things recommended um, from all of his, uh, all the medical counterparts, and I want him to um, get on the road to recovery from from that um, as a human being, and and then we'll cross that bridge. Um, but in terms of a timeline of crossing that bridge, I have zero idea. Yeah, Mike McDaniel to me sounds like a good dude. This sounds like yeah. somebody that would not want to put their quarterback in harm's way and wouldn't even touch the idea of a timetable. And, and just watching this, and we're going to air some emotional audio of later on in the show from Mike McDaniel. There was a lot, so we couldn't get through all of it. Shout out to Mike Tazi for putting what we have together. Uh, he just he sounds like he's shook by this. Very. This isn't Mike McDaniel has. Some very real confidence and swag and a quirky personality, and none of that was on display with this press conference. It was a different side of him. Just very authentic. I mean, the the kind of the one part where there was some levity uh, and, and a feel-good moment while he was at the podium there. You know, tough situation to have to answer questions. Everybody's coming at you. You're a rookie head coach. Things were going smooth, and it just shows how fast momentum can come to a crashing halt in professional sports, especially the National Football League. But he talked about Tua feeling normal, and he sat next to him on the plane, and they both were laughing at the cult classic MacGruber. So, like, Tua was in good enough spirits to be in, like, the, he talked about how elated the team was, that he was on the plane and, and healthy, and it, it almost is crazy that he was even released from the hospital so quickly. But again, these are the professionals making these calls. So how are yeah. you going to take shots at Mike McDaniel? He's listening to the people that are making the decisions. Absolutely. He was released from a hospital, yeah. not a Miami Dolphins hospital, a hospital. So, th- what do you want this team to do? You know, if they're given, if they're given word that he's good, not in this scenario, but just, you know, they they take it as seriously as the doctors take it serious. And, th- and these guys are in the they're in the field of field the best football team possible. And so, 
they're following the medical advice. And, and Tua is a competitor. He's not going to, I'm sure he wants to play hurt. I mean, through a head injury is a whole different story. I get when guys play hurt, but a head injury is nothing to play around with, especially after all that we've learned through the years from what, what ends yeah. up happening. So that's the scary part. But, uh, yeah, I, I, when when the Bills injury happened, my first thought was, wow, he might be playing on a concussion. And that's sort of what everybody's thought was, but supposedly he was good now last night it was like okay shut it down like he got stretched off there's no coming back from that yeah. and now it's just you hope that event you hope that he can play again first of all whether it's this year or in the future or whatever but it's i scary. guess i mean i saw you put this out on social media last night you almost feel like a worried parent totally so if he goes back out there in a couple of weeks let's say he's cleared in three weeks and he's ready to go we're going to watch every snap with bated breath. I know, and that's a shame because he was finally get, becoming, I thought, the quarterback that he was advertised to be at a college, and he had the perfect weapons to go to. He's got a great head coach that supports him and, and tailors the offense for him. Still think they can have some success based on some of the scheming that McDaniels does and, and McDaniel does and, and all the weapons that they have, but Tua was the guy, and it's just pretty heartbreaking because he – I mean, he's a you know, role model. He stands for all the right things. I know he catches a lot of heat, but he's uh, good energy, and it's just a shame of all people. You don't want it to happen to anyone, but especially to Coming up next, we'll uh, air our interview with Magic Big Ben Wendell Carter. He's excited that the team is running it back with the same squad from last year. Last year, you're going to hear our chat with WCJ next. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.